Hola, buenos días eh, al primer episodio. Bienvenidos al primer episodio de lo que se cataloga el podcast. <coughs> Estás en familia. Eh, soy Cristina y estoy aquí acompañada por... Hello, hello, hello. My name is Israel and I am the younger brother. Eh, y aquí estás en familia. This is a podcast where we will, like you see, estamos hablando en inglés, estamos hablando en español porque nos catalogamos la llamada primera generación, the first generation immigrants into the United States. And if you are like us, Um, you speak both languages. So you, you'll hear that, that we'll, uh, we'll go back and forth from, from Spanish and English, uh, mostly because uh, that's who we are as uh, a first generation. And I hate to admit it, uh, I think I classify myself as a no sabo kid. Um, yeah, so like I, I'll know what you're talking about in Spanish and uh, I'll try to put out what I think is in my head, but translating it into Spanish is a little difficult for me sometimes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we are and what we are doing. Uh, that's right. So, eh, that's a nice segue, lo que dice Israel, porque eh, parte de lo que estamos haciendo y, y lo que vamos a hacer en este capítulo es hablar de lo que se, se considera este first gen, ¿no? Eh, ¿qué, qué, ¿Qué te hace un first gen? ¿Qué es lo, las nuances que tenemos nosotros como first gen? So, I am um, what you would call a nerd, um, and I looked it up. What is the definition of first gen? And then I went down a rabbit hole. You know those weird rabbit holes you go into cuando entras a YouTube or Google? Uh, my, my good old friend Google. Que hay diferentes definiciones para first generation, y I may have one. And Israel may have another one based on what age we actually came into the United States. So, yo llegué a Estados Unidos, <coughs> o llegamos más bien, en 1993, eh, y yo llegué de 10 años. Yo llegué de 7. Okay, so, cada quien, son 3 años de diferencia, really. Uh, mi hermana mayor llegó a los 14, entonces, by definition, mi hermana eh, es a true first generation. Porque ella llegó ya en una edad donde estaba realmente formada y ya en esos, en, en esa, en, en esos teenage years, de, de 14 para arriba, la, la definición de first gen es la que se utiliza muy generalmente, you know, first, first generation immigrant to the United States. Um, Israel and I, we fall into the definition que me la aprendí recién ayer, el 1.5G. So, so Christina was mentioning uh, about it uh, in the car, and I said, what in the world, 1.5? That really didn't make sense to me. I said, uh, I think that's just a messed up version of like an AOL type of version. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember back then. I think I'm, I'm kind of like aging myself here. But, you know, back in the day, we had like the AOL uh, little disc where you like uh, every time they'd be like 1.5 or 2.0. Uh, that, that's what I feel right now. Like we're kind of like uh, an upgraded version. <laughs> And de verdad, es, es, es así como sale, porque <clears throat> el, el asunto es que no, no caemos en ese first gen donde la mayoría de, de personas eh, inmigrantes llegan ¿no? y dicen, bueno, ya estamos acá, vamos a trabajar, vamos a estudiar, vamos a hacer lo que sea, ¿no? 
Israel y yo llegamos acá de niños y, y, ten, y estamos en esa burbuja, como, como lo define este sociólogo, de que no somos ni de, ni de aquí ni de allá, así tipo India María, tipo eh, mi patita está todavía eh, en mi país, pero todo mi cuerpo está acá y cómo le hacemos y hablamos todavía español y aprendemos en inglés y es una vaina, ¿no? Entonces, according to these sociologists, we actually fall into the 1.5 generation. And I was like, okay, okay, vamos a ver. Yo creo que tiene mucho que ver la edad en que viniste a los Estados Unidos, porque creo que las prioridades de diferentes personas uh, basadas en la edad es uh, cómo tú ves el mundo o cómo tú vas a comenzar tu, tu mundo. Eh, para una persona que está un poco más older, puede ser que tienen diferentes prioridades y dicen, pues ya llegué, pues tengo que ponerme a trabajar y tengo que coger un trabajo que, que venga. Y pues una persona que viene un poco más joven, como, como yo, como tú, tenemos un poco más de, what's the word? Um, hmm. could, could that also, also uh, like attribute to how you perceive the culture from where you grew up in versus how the culture from where you come? Sí, yo, yo creo que sí, porque como digo, okay. eh, Cristina es, es como que más proud de donde vino y, y sabes, Ecuador 100%, sí, 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 sí. Pero yo en ese sentido... If you didn't gather, somos ecuatorianos. Ecuador 100%. <laughs> Pero yo en ese sentido, no, es como que... It's, although you it's feel only, like disconnected a little bit yeah although it's only like three years apart i feel like i've grown up here more than, than she has so it's um it's different for me i feel like i'm more american than ecuadorian so it, i don't know when people ask me i'm like yes i'm ecuadorian but i've i spent most of my time here so i consider myself more more american than, than anything So it, it's it's a little weird. Do like, you participate in any of the, like the culture stuff? Like you know, we both grew up in the same family, right? So you know how like your dad does the toros and has all the social events. Oh no, 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 no! You don't that, participate in that? No, that's that's something kind of kind of weird for me to to actually engage in because it's it's not something that I look forward to. It's not something that I would like to engage in. Uh, like I said, I consider myself more American than. Um, An Ecuadorian. So it, I think that has to do a lot with the age we're in and, uh, and growing up. It's weird you mentioned that because growing up, my, my dad was very active in, um, in the social aspect of, of the town where we, where we come from. Um, y hacíamos actividades, como los bailes, las reuniones, eh, las corridas de toros aquí en Estados Unidos, que si no saben, aquí sí hay corridas de toros. Estamos en New Jersey, no somos de Texas, pero hay corridas de toros. Pero lo que nosotros llamamos corridas de toros es, es tratando de mantener la cultura aquí en Estados Unidos. Era difícil, ¿no? Y la corrida de toros aquí era literally un guy empujando una bicicleta con cachos de toro, pero hey, you know. El asunto era mantener la cultura y mi papá era bien metido en eso. Y por ende nosotros también, ¿me entiendes? Eh, Israel en su punto, no as much as me, pero sí estábamos metidos ahí. Ahora que ya mi papá no está um, envuelto en la situación, tampoco estoy yo. Yo creo que mi papá era, era un driving force en eso, en mantenernos en eso. Yeah, I think he, he was a, a big pillar, not only in our family, but also in, in the community as far as uh, 
pushing um i guess the the, the culture into like different families mm-hmm. um until i think that got away from him and he was like he didn't like where he was going and he had to take a, a step back yeah <laughs> yeah um definitivamente yo creo que hay bastante gente que también um, que que, se, que es envidiosa, ¿verdad? Y bueno, eso ya será otro tópico, porque, hello, eh, back to first gen. So, nosotros somos 1.5 y de ahí, en este rabbit hole en que nos fuimos, ¿verdad? Encontré que hay algo que se llama un 1.75G. Y yo, ¿qué eso? ¿Con qué se come? Is that like 4G now? <risa> casi, casi, porque vos dices que viniste a los siete y como que, como que no te conectas y como que todavía estás así medio weird, <coughs> aunque son solamente tres años de diferencia entre tú y yo, pero hay la definición de 1.75G son los, los niños que vinieron de meses hasta cinco años. So, tú no caes en eso porque tú viniste a los siete años, pero por ejemplo, eh, nuestra prima Gaby, que vino de dos años. Imagínate, si tú te sientes ese disconnect de el Ecuador, la Gaby no tendrá unas memorias vagas de, de lo que era el Ecuador, ¿me entiendes? Y, y ella sí puede decir, ta madre, o sea, yo soy ecuatoriana porque nací allá, pero de ahí en más, o sea, toda mi vida he vivido acá y, y las experiencias y, y las memorias son solamente las memorias y las experiencias que tenían los hermanos o que tenían los papás, pero ella en sí ya cae en esa categoría de 1.75G. So that, that would be a, an interesting um, thing to talk to her about, uh, to see where her mindset at, because you, you bring up a, a good point. Um, you know, everything that, that she's going through, I, I guess she would feel more American in, in that sense, but... Um, Yeah, who knows? Who knows what she might be experiencing? I, I know that her, her mom and her grandma used to be a, a big part in her life as far as um, pushing the culture. So uh, it might feel that she might feel more American, but being that she was geared uh, through a lot of things by her mom and her grandma, it might be that she might um, she might relate to me mm-hmm. more than you. Oh, of course, of course. O sea, cuando nosotros hablamos eh, y, y, y cómo nació, estás en familia, eh, es eso, es, es ver a nuestra familia. Nosotros venimos de una familia bastante grande del lado de mi papá, en el cual eh, mi familia y la familia de, de uno de mis tíos vinimos en 1993. Desafortunadamente vinimos justo para el año o para el sepelio de... de de nuestro abuelo, al cual nunca conocimos, eh, pero tenemos, seríamos tres hijos de, de o sea, mi, mi hermana, mi hermano y yo, y de mi tío, igual, son tres personas, son tres niños, entonces todos vinimos en edades diferentes, yo tenía 10, mi hermana 14, Israel 7, eh, y de mis primos, el mayor tenía 9, el otro tenía 4, y la menor tenía 2, o sea, cada quien tiene diferentes views porque vinimos de diferentes edades y, y, y basado en este sociological definition. We're all different versions of AOL. Yes, it, yes, it. we're all different versions. Que de ahí la first generation solo le cae el zapato a mi hermana porque ella vino en ese age de 14 para arriba. 
Eh, pero de ahí en más, todos somos o bien 1.5 o bien 1.75 con, con las diferentes eh, experiencias que venimos viviendo en el Ecuador, ¿no? Pero de ahí en más, eh, nosotros estamos acá, pues ya, ya nos hicimos al país, ya este, hemos aprendido el English, que, eh, que todos dicen, no, ay, ay, los niños vinieron tan chiquitos, son como esponjas, van a aprender inglés rapidito, rapidito. Todos, todos, todos dicen eso, ¿no? Los niños aprenden inglés rapidito, rapidito. Y, y pues sí, es verdad, ¿no? Pero, um, ¿a qué costo? Y, y yo creo que eso es una de las cosas que, que la vamos a aprender o, o la vamos a, a hablar, la vamos a lidiar acá eh, y todo en familia, ¿no? ¿Cómo hacemos eh, esto de learning English um, while still maintaining our Spanish? Y, ¿Y cómo es eso? Bien fácil o bien difícil basada en la familia en, que, en el que vienes, ¿no? ¿De dónde vienes? Um, so I think growing up, um, a lot of us were forced to, to learn English very fast because that's what we had to do. Um, we had to assimilate to the new place we were at. And um, I think for everyone, it, it, it was hard, um, not just for us uh, as the kids coming in, but also our parents. And uh, I think it's still hard for our parents because they're still trying to adjust. Um, but for us, you know, being that, that we're first generation or 1.5 whatever we, where we fit in i think that um i think it was a different time back then um to where we're at now that you know different um different norms that we had to go through um i think right now that if you tell anybody like oh we, we left the kids alone at the house it was fine they were watching tv um they'd be like are you crazy how old were they <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like there was no babysitter back then it was just tv pbs That's right, and I, I love that you mentioned that, porque una de las cosas que, eh, que yo les digo a mis estudiantes, yo soy profesora, que yo les digo, ustedes quieren aprender inglés, miren televisión, miren televisión, y, 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 y maybe esas son mis propias bias, pero eh, yo les digo a los niños, o sea, una de las, una de los, de las razones bien grandes de que eh, yo aprendí inglés, y yo creo que el, how fast I actually learned English, was because um, I love you, you love me, and Barney was on my TV. Um, nosotros estábamos súper, súper metidos en la televisión porque there was no babysitter. Yeah, there was no babysitter, and I think we learned a lot of uh, the things that we did uh, through PBS. And uh, by the way, I, I, I don't like Barney. Um, I have uh, a really bad experience with Barney <laughs> and going to the police academy. <laughs> ok, bueno, well, eh, los Power Rangers también estaban ahí en la lista. O sea, los Power Rangers, el Barney y um, no sé, ¿qué más veíamos? Pero, Sesame Street, ¿es eso otro? No, we didn't no, watch no, no, Sesame no. Street. I think no. we, were, we were older. Eso es para los 1.75, por favor. Yeah, that, 1.5 like, para arriba. No, I think that's like 2.0. We're <laughs> <laughs> aging ourselves right here. What about Jerry? Jerry. Do you guys watch that? The, What is Jerry? Tom and Jerry? No, 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 no Jerry no, Springer. No, Jerry Springer. Jerry, no, that, that was already that was, in that high was, school. Yeah, that no, was high school. That no. was white trash. Ya para eso ya entendíamos inglés. Estamos hablando de cuando aprendimos a hablar inglés. Aprendimos con, con yo sí, yo digo, yo aprendí con el Barney, con los Power Rangers. 
este, en ese entonces también en PBS daban Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was going to say the Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider. Y, y el perrito este, ¿cómo, cómo se llamaba? Eh, no, Wishbone. Wishbone. Wish, oh, wish, my God, sí. <coughs> Ahí era cuando, ahora vamos a sonar como los viejitos. <laughs> Back in my day, cuando la televisión era buena. It was a different time. Yeah, definitivamente. O sea, yo sí, yo sí digo que si no hubiera sido por, por, por esos shows, eh, hubiéramos aprendido inglés quizás en, en otro rate, maybe a slower rate. Uh, pero la televisión era clave para nosotros. Y, y hasta ahora... <coughs> Israel, Israel y yo estamos casados, tenemos nuestros hijos, pero eh, una de las cosas que nos unifica todavía es, es este amor por la televisión. ¿no? Es, era como, cada quien tiene sus amigos, sus, sus eh, I don't know, their own relationships. Like, we have a relationship with TV. Like, I, is yeah. it because that's what taught you, that, that was a connection between you and this new country? I think it was mainly because the TV was our babysitter. Definitivamente. O sea, el, 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 we were watching it and it was watching us. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is that back in the day, I guess that they, well, we had no cable. That That's number one. We had no cable and we were able, they were able to control what we saw. So it was pretty much PBS kids wasn't going to steer us wrong into teaching us nothing bad, I guess. So we, we learned a lot from, from that sense. And yeah. Yeah, y eventualmente, tú sabes, ya. Yeah. Igual, cuando había mejor televisión sin cable, en el canal 11 daban películas. Did you guys eh, ever watch, like, Spanish stuff, too? Or did you guys just stay? Absolutely. With... I did not. No, me, no mientas, loco. Mi, mi mamá y mi papá, <laughs> yo, maybe no te acuerdas. Oh, maybe you chose to, like, walk away from the TV. Pero mis papás... But again, you know, en los noventas tenías que ir y caminar a la, a la tienda donde, donde te rentaban videos. No era que vámonos a Blockbuster. ¿Qué, ¿Qué es eso? O sea, Blockbuster. No, habían las tienditas que te rentaban las películas de Pedro Infante, de la India María, de Cantinflas. Entonces, eso sí, mis papás iban y rentaban las películas. Y, y nos sentábamos a ver las películas, así tipo... A uh, una hora y media, así sentada, de cague de risa, eh, riéndonos de, de las, las tonteras que hacía Cantinflas y, y las huevadas que hacía la India María. O sea, sí. But, Nosotros, yeah, I, I really couldn't get into it. I, I don't know. I think um, for me specifically, I have like a different type of uh, comedic um, taste. <laughs> And it, it, it's like, I don't know, like it was equivalent to like uh, in English, the, the earnest type of movies where it's like, really, bro? Like, you think that's funny? <laughs> it's like slapstick almost. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I have a really uh, refined uh, palette for comedy. <laughs> that, that That's the closer to the 1.75, I guess. I, I guess. mean, yo creo que en ese, en ese sentido mis papás estaban tratando de mantener esa cultura, ¿no? Even though, you know, estamos hablando de la India María y, y Cantinflas, de que son bien mexicanos, pero no es como que el Ecuador estaba produciendo tampoco... Eh, sus propios shows, ni mucho menos, ¿no? Y, y, y no había, pues, chance de ver cosas ecuatorianas. O lo que veíamos eran las, las películas que mis papás eh, rentaban en español o lo bueno lo, lo bueno y barato que nos daba el Canal 41, ¿no? O sea, who didn't grow up with Canal 41? O sea, come on, eres latino en Estados Unidos, 
I, you watched 41. Yeah. I had a question, though, since both of you guys are foreign-born. It's like, did you guys, do you guys still remember what it was like to try to assimilate, like, here? It was hard. By assimilate, what do you mean? Like, so you guys are Ecuadorian. Obviously, you guys grew up with the culture over there. The way that they raise us, or the way that your parents raise you over there, is nothing like the way that they raise kids here. So, like, you had friends at some point, and you know your your dad told you, it's like, oh, you had to be home at, at a certain time, or you can't do this, or you can't do that. Trying to mix in the way that your family is with friends that are born here, and they're raised completely different. That's obviously, like, the first, like, telltale that you guys are different culturally. But, that like, that's not the only one. Like, there's, like, other things, like not being able to speak English or trying to figure out what the other kids are watching so you can watch, so you can try to have some common ground or something to talk about with them. Do you guys still remember any of that? Well, now, now that you mention it, I, I do feel... You're making me feel weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me feel weird. Like, like you just made me reflect that from, uh, from a young age I was weird. <laughs> and I didn't think I was weird, but you just made me feel weird. It's okay. I'm weird, too. <laughs> so w I think growing up, it was like, okay, you were first generation. I think you pretty much got to stick to what you know. You got to stay uh, friends with uh, other first generation um, yeah. immigrants. Like uh, now that I reflect on it, I'm like, I, I really don't have any memories of actually having friends that were like second generation or, or, or anything like that which is uh very weird at least you had friends dude i didn't have friends <laughs> sabes que cuando yo estaba en la high school eh, come monday my friends used to well my, not my friends but yo tengo una definición bien, bien arraigada de lo que es un amigo, ¿no? Yo creo que los compañeros de colegio hablaban de, yo, did you see what happened in Saturday Night Live? That was SNL, that was crazy. Óyeme, I wanted to join that conversation so badly. I wanted to know what the hell was SNL. Yo quería ver, yo quería ser parte de, right? Pero you know what was playing in the house on Saturday? Sábado Gigante. Mm. I, I was going to say Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> that, loco. that was Friday. That was Friday. That was Friday. That was, uh, that, was, that, that was part of the TGIF lineup. Yeah. We, we grew up with that, though. Yeah. I think that that's uh, uh, like the upgraded version of, of uh, PBS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, para contestar tu pregunta, o sea, sí, era difícil porque... Por, Ponte Israel dice, oh, yo tenía todos los amigos. Los amigos de, de Israel eventualmente se, han, se convirtieron en gente con la cual yo conversaba, ¿no? En ese sentido, Israel tuvo... He was very fortunate to find at least a niche in which he fit in. Um, I didn't have that. Like, I, when, when I went to high school, and I, I'll, I'll say that, you know, I... I Love the high school that I went to. I, I graduated arts high school in Newark. <clears throat> y a mí me encantó la high school. ¿Ves? Es, eh, fue fue una, un, unos cuatro años formativos excelentes para mí. Pero de ahí a decirte que yo tenía amigos, eh, te estuviera mintiendo. O sea, por, por la definición de lo que es un amigo, yo, yo te estuviera mintiendo. Porque eh, para mí, mis amigos... Estaban en el Ecuador. Eh, para, para cuando yo estaba en la high school, nosotros viajamos al Ecuador. Eh, I, I rekindled my relationship con, con mi prima, que fue mi mejor amiga hasta el, hasta el día que ella falleció. Y tenía mis, entre comillas, amigos en el Ecuador. 
So en la high school yo tenía compañeros de colegio. So ese assimilation piece, I don't think it occurred. Um, porque yo era un, un, una división entre, eh, entre la María, que, que era mi legal name, que es mi legal name acá, y las cosas que María hace en Estados Unidos, y Cristina, que es la, la chava que va al Ecuador y pasa lo más chévere eh, de vacaciones. Pero a la final era vacaciones, ¿ves? Y ahora como, como una persona adulta, yo sí comprendo eso y digo, estás viviendo en un mundo de fantasías, loca. I think we grew up with like uh, personality um, issues where like, yes, yes uh, you grew up a, a, as one certain person and uh, I don't know if it's for every uh, Hispanic culture, but uh, at least for us, Like, yeah, we have our first name, we have our middle name, and our last name. Our last name defines us a, as a family. But our first name and our middle name kind of like, they kind of define like different personalities of who you are. Your first name, that's who you are pretty much to everybody. And then your middle name is pretty much who you are as, um, I guess. En la casa. En la casa. En la yeah. casa. Entre yeah. familia. Entre familia. I guess the, whoever knows you by your middle name knows you a little bit more. And I guess growing up in the United States, I think that's the thing. Like you put up a, a face for everybody when you go to school and they call you by your first name. And then when you go back home or when you're close, where, when you're close with your best friends, then you're somebody completely different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you guys think that your name, so both of you guys have, you know, your names that you have that's an American name. And then you all have like the middle name. But do you think that your name also contributed to how you were able to assimilate? Like for me, I don't like my first name. And I don't like my middle name. So I, you know. What's your middle name? I don't think I, I know your middle name. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't like my name because it's too Hispanic sounding. And I have to deal with, you know, like people mispronouncing my last name. People mispronouncing my first name. So do you How guys? How do they mispronounce your? Listen, no. if they mispronounce your first name, so something's wrong. No, so my name <laughs> is is Luis, right? I pronounce it as Lewis to make it more American sounding, right? I feel like that's like the first step of um, disconnecting myself from my culture, right? Other people know my name is Luis, and in in a way like to try to kind of connect with me, they call me Luis. They're American, but they call me Luis. I was like, no, just say Lewis or call me Lou. Do you guys have like that type of experience where you feel like your name also created that disconnection between being able to assimilate more seamlessly into American culture? I think that that yes, yes and no. And, and throughout uh, the time that you grow up, it, it's kind of like you go through different stages where I think you change like uh, based on your name and your personality. Um, I personally don't like my first name. Um, I, I don't know why my parents gave me that first name. And it's But like, it's a very American name. It, so it it, it, it it led, I would think, it leads more towards an easier assimilation. I, I don't. Not I necessarily. Yeah. I, I would disagree. <laughs> um, I agree with it. I would disagree. It, it's just like when people call me by my first name, I'm like, why you call me by my government name? <laughs> so it, it's like to, to, to the professional world i might be that but it's like to a certain degree and then my middle name would be to the closest people that 
that uh, are in my life, my uh, my friends. Well, not so much my friends, because uh, as you grow up, you kind of tend to lose a lot of that. Um, but now it's kind of like, okay, your progression through life, and now it's like you're in the professional world, and everybody knows you as as, as G. So, yes. Yeah, I love that you bring that up, because um, even in self-talk, um, I don't know, when you're talking to yourself, like, I know, I know sound like we're weird, ni nada, ¿no? Pero cuando tú te hablas a, a ti mismo, tú te ves en el espejo y cómo tú te llamas a ti mismo, you know? like, Yo he pasado por, por eso de ese, ese, no sé ni cómo llamarle, pero... It's like an identity. Eh, eh, uh, you have an, an identity crisis <coughs> where you yeah. don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. pero por, por, por 15 años yo estoy trabajando de profesora y todos te dicen Miss G, Miss G, Miss G. So hay veces que yo estoy hablando conmigo mismo y digo, come on G, you can do this. Oh, Come on, G. Just, just keep it moving. You know, whatever it is, right? So, y, 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 y para contestar tu pregunta, o sea, mi primer nombre es María. O sea, no te haces más hispana que María. No hay una, una cuestión de que me va a cambiar de, que, de, de María a Mariah, ni de que María a Mary. María es María. O sea, ya no le puedes hacer más a María. O sea, en, That'd be trip if you go uh, somewhere else and be like, what's your name? Mary. Y yo, oye, cuando estaba en el Ecuador, yo tenía una, una niña que estaba en el, en el mismo grado que yo, que se llamaba Mary, M-E-R-Y, Mary, right? And I was like, That's my aunt's name. ¿Qué es eso de Mary? Carajo, somos María, María, por favor. O sea, But when you introduce yourself to, like, people here, do you say María or do you say María? Yeah. Hi, my name is, uh, sorry, I have to play it out now. Hi, my name is Maria. Yeah, I okay. guess I do say, like if I'm talking in English, you know, oh, <laughs> I guess you, 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 te, see, te see, for you, it's kind of easier to, to identify that. Like if, if I introduce myself to anybody, it's like, uh, I'm like loading, loading, <laughs> loading. I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that you, like a dilemma that's like... Are like, you going to be close to me? Then you can call me Israel. Then if you don't really know me like that, you could call me G. <laughs> that that's like something that's I think unique to your generation of immigrants because it's like you said you guys are one person with everybody and another person with the people that are close knit. I don't I don't think so. I think it's more like when it comes to a, pro a professional uh, type setting. Of a, yeah, to no, professional type. Take of setting. the professionalism out of it. Like let's say you just meet somebody at a supermarket. That's just like an encounter that you have out in the street. Sabes que yo. Eh, todo, estamos acá ya casi casi 30 años el próximo año va a ser 30 años right? y hasta unless I was meeting somebody that I knew purposely que es de Alausí que es de donde nosotros somos yo diría oh, hola soy Cristina ¿ves? Eh, pero cualquier persona así out in the, out en el mundo yo diría hola me llamo, me, me llamo María o oh, gusto conocerte, soy María. Pero me fui de vacaciones. Eh, me fui de vacaciones, así como Bamboni. No. Eh, me fui de vacaciones este verano y, y alguien me dijo Cristina cuando estuve yo allá. Y fue así como un, una, una, vaina, una vaina linda. Y yo dije, ¿yo por qué no soy Cristina? Entonces, eh, cuando regresé acá a Estados Unidos. I made it. I, I made it my purpose to start using my my name because I I am a Cristina. I identify as a Cristina. <laughs> Así como 
my my preferred name is Cristina. You don't uh, identify as a table. <laughs> no, I do not identify as a table. Entonces, y, y, y lo empecé a utilizar así como llamamos por comida y es like, oh, sí, va a ser tal, tal, tal. Y, ¿A nombre de quién? Cristina, por favor. Y lo estoy haciendo más y más often y estoy, estoy um, reclaiming my name. So, you know what I, I think is weird for me is that uh, when I have that interaction with somebody new, uh, when it's not like in a professional setting, and uh, like even like to take like my, my order when I call, it's it's something different. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know why I do it. Like, maybe it's so I could sound like a little bit more Hispanic. But uh, when they were like, oh, en nombre de quien? So I'm like, uh, Israel. And then I'm like, you roll your R's. Yeah, I roll my R's. <laughs> But if I'm talking to somebody like in English, um, they're like, oh, um, who's it going to be for? And I'm like, oh, it's Israel. So it's like completely different. It's depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, it's completely yeah. different. Okay. Have you ever wondered why you do that? I, I guess for me, like I take it like, like an insult. When I go to certain places, like when I go to the mall and stuff, and they see me coming in, and they're like, hola, como esta? I'm like, I I'm fine, bro. How you doing? I'm like, bro, you're so condescending and, and stereotypical right now, bro. And and I don't want to be that that type of person. So when when I go in some someplace, I kind of like try to... Um, You know, try to figure them out before I talk to them. Like, is this person Hispanic? <laughs> like, I don't want to be condescending either. So, like, I, you know, you can't really do anything with now nowadays because some person can look Hispanic. You'd be like, oh, that 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 guy right there is Dominican. And you go up to them, you're like, hey, hey, mano, can you uh, me puedes pasar eso? And they were like, uh, excuse me, sir, I know Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Todos se parecen a todos ahora. No. <laughs> So it, it's hard. Like I try to figure people out before I, I talk. Like I, I don't like to be that person. Like I don't like the the way that they make me feel when I go into a store or when they try to engage me. So I try not to be that person. But you know, nowadays it, it's really hard. Oye, yo, yo he tenido también <coughs> experiencias en las cuales yo estoy hablando con, yo veo um, que es una persona hispana y yo creo que yo yo tengo el chip de si yo veo que tú eres latino o, o tú tienes un acento cuando tú hablas inglés, que sería más fácil hablarte en español. Si yo siento que... Ponte, ponte mi papá, ¿no? Mi papá, eh, como diría Mark Anthony, his English is not very good looking, ¿no? Entonces, mi papá habla inglés y mi papá se demora porque es that loading, loading situation, y, pero él sí habla inglés. I think for me, it's the same thing, but backwards. Like, I try to engage that person in Spanish, but it's just like, oh, now it has to, you know, translation brain going on, loading, loading, loading. It's hard to be like, okay, that I, I want to say certain things to this person. And I'm like, señora, será posible que me pueda ayudar con esto? And she's like, huh? Have you ever, guys, like, have you ever had that situation where you assume that they speak, or, like, they speak Spanish, or they speak English with an accent, and you know that Spanish is their first language, and you talk to them in Spanish to make it easier, but they answer you in English? Absolutely. Eso me ha pasado a mí. Eso me ha pasado a mí. Y es, like, como dice Israel, it's like, oh, now you feel like a dick, because, like, you made that choice for them. Um, and they're like, y, y a mí me ha dicho, oh, talk to me in English, please. I, I'm practicing. I, uh, you know, it's like, okay, okay. 
You know, you know I, I'll respect that. Like uh, you're actually making a, a an little effort. bit of an effort. Yeah, I'll 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 play along. You know, but yeah. it, it's like you kind of cater to somebody, and it's like, yo, this is this is difficult. Yeah. So cuando yo pienso en mi papá, no, entonces yo veo una persona que está teniendo bastante dificultad hablando inglés, le digo, hablas español. Oh, sí, 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 sí. Entonces, you see their, their, their eyes light a different way. They're like, oh, my God, okay, ya no tengo que, ya no tengo que eh, trabajar tanto para decir lo que yo quiero decir. Y para mí es súper importante poder hacer eso porque yo sé que es difícil, ¿me entiendes? El, 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 el ver eso de mis papás, <coughs> que, que se les dificulta decir las cosas. Y si tú hablas con mi papá en español, o sea, te quedas loco porque mi papá es un, comunica un comunicador at heart. Él te habla de todo y, y lo hace de una manera tan elocuente que, you know, you put anybody to shame. Pero tú, tú hablas con ese mismo hombre en inglés y es como, uh, So I try to give that to other people. Like if I see them having a difficulty speaking in English, I'm like, okay, hablas español. Sí, 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 okay. Y si me dice que quieren hablar inglés, fine, hablamos en inglés, así todo choppy choppy, no pasa nada. Pero sí, sí yo les doy como ese benefit de decir, oh, yo también hablo español. Vamos a, vamos a hablar español también. Y hay personas que, que últimamente me estoy encontrando, yo no sé si Israel, ¿no? En el, en el, en el aspecto del day to day, que son personas indígenas y hablan, y, y estoy hablando de Ecuador que también aplica para Guatemala, que también aplica para otros países, porque eh, en mi línea de trabajo lo he visto también, ¿no? Pero estoy hablando de Ecuador. Personas que son indígenas, que hablan español como un segundo idioma. Eh, y yo respeto eso bastante, porque el quechua que ellos vienen hablando es, es, es difícil. I, I've tried to, to educate myself on it, and it's hard to pick it up, right? Entonces, ya de por sí el español lo hablan como segundo idioma. El inglés viene siendo el tercer idioma. Y venir acá y, y, y dárselas de que, eh, de que quieren hablar inglés o que pueden hablar inglés y después yo les, les digo algo en español y no saben comunicarse ni bien en español, ni mucho peor en inglés. And it's just like, come on. You know, like, como dice Israel, o sea, I, I know that you're making an effort, pero vamos a, vamos a encontrar un punto en el cual en realidad puedes comunicarte bien porque... Eso, eso es un, un, una cuestión difícil en, en el assimilation de que, you know, it's like, what are you talking? Can you talk? Can you communicate in a way that is intent, in, 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 como es, eh, no voy a decir inteligente porque no son gente bruta, pero can, can you actually say something where, where I'm understanding what you're saying, you know? Right. So I think myself, I'm, I'm very introvert and I'm not going out, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies type of thing. Um, so I'm not I'm not really that engaging person that will actually go and be like, hey, how you doing type. And, and way, way, way less when it comes to Spanish, because Spanish for me, it, for me, I think it's not my, my first language. So it's a very difficult to have a, a conversation with. I'm not going to. I'm not going to engage a, a person in Spanish and, and talk about our day and what do we like because it's... You don't consider Espanol to be your first language? No, no, no. What gave me away? <laughs> what gave me away? So it, it's hard. It, it's, it's definitely hard for uh, a 1.5 uh, person over here. Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. But since both of you guys are just three years apart, what language do you think in? What language do I think in? What do you think in? 
dependiendo de qué. Si estoy pensando en cosas de mi casa, estoy pensando en español. I know Izzy thinks in English mainly. Well, it, like it, when you talk to yourself in your brain, it's it's in in different aspects. Like I have kids, and when I need something from them, like I'll be like, "Por qué no me haces caso? Tienes que hacer esto." Pero por qué? <laughs> I think that when it comes in in Spanish, I think it comes with more force. Like, mm-hmm. yo, más feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's more feeling. Like ah, but um, I don't think it, it, you get the same scolding in in English than in Spanish. I think you're like more passionate. Absolutely. <laughs> Incluso cuando estás hablando malas palabras, yo soy bien mal hablada. O sea, en ese sentido, sí, mi, yo tengo yo tengo issues con mi marido porque me dice, ¿Por, por, ¿por qué hablas así? En inglés. Y en español. Like, I, I keep it down, I keep it to a minimum. Yo creo que hay, hay una o dos personas que, que son close to me, que me han oído mi boca y dicen, mierda, ¿cómo, cómo eres, no? Y, y que me aceptan como soy, o sea, soy como soy y punto. <risa> Pero de ahí, o sea, a donde vas, es, ya, yeah, yo, yo sí te quiero mandar a la más allá. En español suena más, más allá. O sea, en inglés, everybody can throw the F-bomb around and it's just like an everyday kind of speech. Pero si te estoy mandando al cebo en español, atente a las consecuencias. O sea, ya. Es, es más, ese, ese feeling es en español, de una. I'm just curious, now that Izzy brought up the fact that he speaks to his kids in Spanish, and since you guys are first generation 1.5 and... Well, and 1.5, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, How do you guys, like, what, what, what kind of culture are you instilling in your kids? Like... Uh, What do you mean? What kind like, of culture? Are you guys like practicing like the stuff that you guys grew up with? Like, all right. So one of the main things that I know for a fact I'm not gonna do with my daughter, I'm not gonna make her eat the foods that I was forced to eat, that I didn't like. Like I'm not. Gonna no, de una. Eat. Tiene que comer todo. No, like. Si está en el plato, tiene que comer. No, I agree. like no. <laughs> like guy. Like I, I, and certain traditions too. Like certain things I, I don't see the use for them. But like, let's say morocho or fanesca, because we both grew up, where all three of us grew up eating that. I don't like morocho, but listen, I, I my, my kid, my especially my daughter, she, she asks me to make it, I make it. She drinks it. Hey, good, but good for you. How did she get exposed to that? Was it you? No, no, no. You know, ni, ni fregando. O sea, sabes qué difícil es hacer morocho, loco. No, eso es <laughs> mi, mi mamá es que le ha metido en esa. Yeah, yeah. O sea, yeah, little by little, yeah, bacán. Mm-hmm. Es toma morocho. So I think that that like I said, I'm more American, and some of the things that that I think are not worth uh, pushing, like I won't push. But my wife, she'll kind of be like, uh, "You have to be proud of your culture." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, this is es, how. Es que el, es que la Mayra es el, eh, mi mi cuñada. She's a by definition, she's a first gen. Because she came at 14, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ella ya, ella ya tiene otra diferencia manera de pensar. Igual mi marido. Mi marido vino de 20 y pico de años. Él es first gen. So, mm-hmm. todos somos first gen en la casa, excepto uno somos uno, uno somos 1.5. Acá estoy viendo que este más se identifica con el 1.75. <laughs> He's the best version out of everybody. <laughs> I like to think I'm the black sheep of the family. Yeah. It's because you're also, you came the youngest. The youngest, the one, absolutely. You're the one that's kind of, it's kind of like our uncle, Jamie. Just like that. He's the youngest that came and he's the one that's most assimilated to this country. Out of all of our uncles, he's the one that speaks you, the you best You said English. Jamie and I had to think about I'm it. Like, oh, <laughs> man, Jaime, Who the sorry. hell is that? Who, wait, wait a minute. You do, mean, we, do we have another uncle that we don't know about? See, you, but you I, mean Yano Jaime? I worked with him for a while. <laughs> like, and the thing, and everybody at the place called him Jamie. So I just got accustomed to calling him Jamie because that's what everybody called him. Yeah, and you, he's my uncle. You really tripped me out. I'm, I'm like, I, see, I we, seriously we, we both look like. like <laughs> who the fuck is Jamie? And I, I was like, is he? Is he 
he talking about Jamie Jamie? I was like, no, no, but no. he's not our uncle. <laughs> and I'm, I, no, 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 no. Keep that American stuff over there. Bye bye. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. That's the same thing with Izzy too, because he's the youngest and he's the one that's had the most time or the most exposure to stuff here. So yeah, I think w- when I say I, I'm like the black sheep, I, I guess I'm the most Americanized. I'm, yeah. I'm the yeah. the most exposed to like different things. Um, and going back, going back to the, the whole friends thing that that I wanted to mention is, um, I, I was gonna mention it, but we just got a little off topic. That um, growing up, we just pretty much stayed with what we know the the first generation friends and. Um, and I was lucky in that sense that uh, we were able to come into a community where there were um, kids of my age. And uh, we grew up with that. You know, like most of, most of my friends from middle school, we kind of like progressed and we went to high school together. And uh, La mayoría de ecuatorianos también, ¿no? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think they the were all in the same situation as you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like uh, middle school, there wasn't that... Um, that introduction to okay, I'm gonna be friends with with this guy that's second generation or third generation. Uh, we didn't have that. I, I think that we didn't feel comfortable um, seeking friends into like uh, second generation uh, mm-hmm. people. Comfortable. I like that you say that. Yeah. So definitely comfortable. I think I think for um, Christina and me, it was a culture shock going into high school because it was like completely different exposure mm-hmm. of, of the of the different uh, generations. And um, I don't want to sound I don't want to sound very um, stereotypical, but uh, it was the first time that I was exposed to um, having friends like black friends. It was very different for, for us because like we grew up in, in a Latin community where, which where it was a lot of like Portuguese and a lot of Hispanic different people. But we didn't really have like black people. In, in in our in our schools in our communities, well there was but it wasn't like we were like integrated in a sense you know yeah yeah but cuando tú estabas en el middle school estabas todavía en clases de ESL o ya no estabas en ESL yeah yeah entonces eso o sea tú estás con el grupo en el que tú estás porque esas eran las clases que nosotros teníamos teníamos clases de ESL y a eso you know ahí estaban todos tus amigos ese era tu nicho no entonces cuando Cuando ya fuimos aceptados a las high schools que fuimos aceptados, porque no fuimos al neighborhood high school, ni Israel ni yo, all of a sudden it was just like, boom, they, they hit you with, ya no hay ese nest, a lo menos para mí, Israel, todos sus compañeros, todos sus compañeros como que fueron para la misma high school y eso, ¿no? Pero para mí ya no había un programa de ESL en la high school y, y de la noche a la mañana yo estaba con, I want to say, there was more 90% um, African American people in the high school and then I was introduced to all of these other nuances that came with dealing with with that culture because it's it was another a whole culture. new world a whole new yeah, world yeah yeah so for me it, it was very weird trying to a- adapt to that because it was m- my first exposure and uh, I remember making a, a friend a, a black friend at, at the time his name was uh, Robert and um, he was the first friend that wasn't hispanic that i actually brought into the house and, and it was just weird because he he kind of like saw me in, in a weird sense because he's like yo you didn't grow up with this you didn't grow up uh, watching with uh menace to the hood you didn't watch no simpsons i'm like no man so he actually like actually got me like uh, a bhs tape and he was like yo you gotta watch this man <laughs> and i'm like okay okay i got it I, I, i'm gonna be down i'm gonna be down <laughs> Sí, oye, yo me acuerdo de Robert. Robert was cool. Robert was absolutely cool. Um, 
y yo no, yo no tuve eso, porque ya para la high school yo estaba trabajando, para mí era más importante salir de la high school, y yo, ¿qué, qué amigos, ni qué social life, ni qué ocho cuartos, de like, era my way, I got my shit done, estudiaba y eso, y tocaba el timbre, y yo me iba corriendo para mi trabajo, y en el trabajo, eh, <coughs> en mi trabajo yo jalaba para adelante, pero, y ahí vuelta lidiaba con mucha gente blanca, like, americanos, blancos, um, You know, que era más así como, oh, vamos a comer un snack, vamos a, a comer, me acuerdo. Este vamos a comer un snack, está demasiado rico, vamos a comernos un rico hummus. No, ¿sabes qué? Y trip me out cuando yo vi, este, dice, oh, vamos a comer lonche. Entonces, típico hispano, sacas tu arrocito así de comer lonche. Y esta más saca celery, no me voy a olvidar nunca, man. Tripped out. Celery sticks con peanut butter, loco. Yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> guess that. I was like, it had to be some peanut butter in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut butter. You así de, ¿qué vamos a comer? Said, That's my lunch. Chuta madre, por eso estos manes no engordan, loco. Pero sí, o sea, ese ese assimilation de dealing with different cultures, definitivamente en la high school. Do you yeah, think I that think. it was easier for you? Do you think like your gender has something to do with it too? Like it's easier for guys to make friends than it is for women to make friends. Girls are girls are mad catty. I think so too. Girls are mad catty. And I think as you get older, you get to see that even more. Yeah. Um, en lo general a mí y, y hasta ahora, hasta ahora a mí yo prefiero tener amigos hombres. Yo prefiero tener amigos hombres porque I don't have to deal with the bullshit. Um, de que, ay, que mira, que le dio like, que no, no, quítate de aquí. O sea, nosotros queremos decir alguna huevada, le decimos y punto. Yeah, see, they hurt your feelings, go walk it off. Yeah. And and you wouldn't really think that that it's like something that affects uh women like when they're older like in high school. Like I have I have my daughter, she's um she's 10. She's going to be 10. She's going to be 10. <laughs> she's going to be 10. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Don't judge me. She's going to be 10, but it, it's like I already see it like she comes from school and she's already telling me like the cattiness that that she has Absolutely. Uh, with, with the with the other um girls. In, That's in where it class. starts. Fourth grade? And it's like Olvídate. Daddy, uh, this girl didn't let me be uh, number one today. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> number one usually wins. I'm like, oh, come on. You're going to be angry because you couldn't be number one? I'm like, oh. Then I have the teacher talking about like, oh, you know, they had a problem because they had number one. And now it's like an, an ongoing feud um, in the school between <laughs> them two. It's like, can you believe, Daddy? I went to the sharpen my pencil. And then when I came back, she was talking about me. I'm like, well, how, how do you know she was talking about me? Because she looked at me and she said, oh, Mia just came back. And I'm like, well, <laughs> come on now. Like, you, you really got to like steer into this. You got to be more, more adult. And she's like, I'm nine. <laughs> Oye, mi, tu hija, sí, tu, tu hija, she can, she can have a show on her own. Es, esa man es, tiene todo. Yeah. Pero yeah. sí, yo creo que tiene que ver el hecho de que seas, seas mujer o seas varón. Eh, y es bastante que tiene que ver también con tu personalidad. O sea. Because, eh, like, look, look at, like, I don't know how uh, Carmita did, but, like, do you think that her situation assimilating was different than yours? Mi hermana mayor era súper amiguera cuando recién llegó. Súper, súper, súper amiguera cuando recién llegó. Tenía, tenía, eh, it led to problems por lo súper amiguera que era. Yo creo que poco a poco eh, esa vaina bajó, pero todos los amigos de ella 
eran hispanos. I think because Todos. you are first generation and you're the firstborn, you get hit the hardest yes. by your parents. Like they expect Physically so much, they expect so much from you. Like I am not the last one. I'm the baby of the family. So like I got a lot of leeway as far as anything goes. But my sister, she had a lot of problems with yeah. my, my parents uh, as far as anything, like anything. She talking about like expectations, you mean? Yeah. Sí, sí, es que las expectativas estaban ahí, que vos eres la, la mayor y vos tienes que hacer esto, vos tienes que hacer esto, vos tienes que hacer esto. Y, y porque ella llegó en los teenage years, o sea, tú de teenagers de por sí, en Ecuador, en Estados Unidos, en donde tú quieras que estés, en, los teenage years son tus rebel years. Yeah. O sea, <coughs> y estar aquí y, y tener todas esas expectativas y, y estar aprendiendo inglés y pasar por toda esa vaina. Es I think it's overwhelming for any teenager to go through teenage years, period. But to go through those teenage years in a country where it's not your own, where you left all your friends, and, you know, a sense of status comes the from language. the friends. Everything, you know, it's mundo heart. Like, it's, I, I, I don't think um, we've talked to my sister about that, but I, I think, you know. It's very hard for it's her. It's very hard. The same thing with my wife. She's a... Um, First she's gen. the firstborn. She's the firstborn. So her mom was super hard on her. And um, it's to the point where, um, what's the word that I want to use? Eh, mucho resentimiento. Mm. Eh, sí. En ese sentido. De, de quien a quien? De, like her against her mom? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they expect the world, like, oh, you're supposed to set an example for your sisters. You're supposed to um, pretty much... Everything that, that I didn't do, you have to do pretty much. Like what I couldn't do, you have, you to, have do. to do. Pero yo creo que eso es como padres también que nosotros queremos para nuestros hijos. O sea, si nosotros llegamos hasta el punto A, o sea, vos no me vas a decir que vos no quieres que tus hijos lleguen hasta el punto B. Right. ¿Me entiendes? O sea, pero las, la manera en la cual nosotros empujamos esas expectativas para nuestros hijos es lo que, lo que tiene otro tono. Es, es, es cómo nosotros vamos a educar y este es uno de los tópicos a los cuales vamos a entrar después, ¿no? en, en otro capítulo pero cuáles son estas, estas vainas de la chancleta versus lo que ahora dicen este ¿cómo es? gentle parenting uh, vamos a estar hablando de un montón de cosas y, y, y Espero que los que nos están escuchando regresen porque vamos a estar hablando de cómo se siente cuando esté en la escuela. Vamos a estar hablando de estas vainas de, de, de perder el nombre, eh, que ahorita lo hemos tocado así como bien por encima, pero en realidad, ¿cómo eso afecta tu, tu vaina emocional, tu vaina cultural? How do you say your name? Eh, you know. So I, I think today we touched a, a lot of the little topics here and there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I think in in the future uh, episodes that we're gonna um, we're gonna be doing, we're gonna get a little bit more in depth of what it means to um, lose your identity. Um, you know, being that that you grow up in, in the United States, that you start having a professional life, um, that sort of thing. Uh, también sabes que vamos a estar lidiando con lo que es. Eh, ¿Qué, ¿Qué pasa cuando te gradúas de la high school? Uh, nosotros hemos igual tocado aquí eh, amistades de la high school. ¿Qué pasa cuando te gradúas de la high school? ¿Qué pasa cuando entras al college? ¿Vas al college? ¿Te gradúas en realidad del high school o hay, hay personas que eh, no lograron graduarse? Oh, no, no, no. There's a lot of people that go into the 13th grade. 
<risa> sí, entonces, o sea, ¿cómo, cómo eso dificulta después tu, tu adulthood? Eh, el GED y esas cosas. I think vainas. I'm doing second year of 13th grade right now. <risa> Um, a lo más de eso también queremos hablar de lo que muchos se consideran el trauma eh, que, que se lidia por estar aquí en Estados Unidos. <coughs> eh, así como tipo trauma, ¿cuál trauma? O sea, tienes una casa, tienes un trabajo, tienes una familia, ¿cuál trauma, no? Pero eh, eventualmente vamos a tocar en lo que se considera childhood emotional neglect. Um, así que prepárense porque se viene lo bueno. Vamos a estar compartiendo la mesa con otras personas. Quizás eh, estas personas nos, nos traigan un poquito más de luz que no tenemos nosotros. Recuerden que eh, estamos acá para, no solamente para <coughs> hablar de, de nuestras vainas, sino eh, educarnos eh, un poquito sobre lo que puede estar pasando y, y cómo nosotros podemos trabajar para un... Uh, para un futuro mejor, si, si así lo quieres decir, ¿no? Um, Sounds like hard work. Yes, it is hard work, pero somebody has to do it. Do I get a W-2 for it? Um, I don't know, we'll talk about it. It's a 9-9. Eh, ok, antes de irnos, eh, algo positivo que quieras compartir, Israel. Something positive? Well, you put me on the spot. You, you got to come back to me on that. Uh, okay. Eh, voy yo primero, okay? Vamos a cerrar todos los capítulos siempre con algo positivo. Te digo yo, para mí, lo más positivo ha sido el poder venir acá y not hitting any traffic, dude. Like, I hate sitting in traffic. So, para mí, lo, lo más positivo de hoy fue llegar acá sin tráfico. Wow. Okay, something positive for me. Uh... Hopefully making it to the new year without COVID. Oh, sí. Oye, es que el trabajo de mi hermano les da COVID como dan caramelos. O sea, cada rato. I didn't get it yet. <laughs> yet. Lo has dicho. Eh, pero nada, o sea, eh, yo creo que estamos llegando al fin. Eh, quiero que, si me estás escuchando ahí afuera, pienses. Soy el, soy el Generation One. Soy el 1.5. Soy el 1.75, soy AOL, o sea, donde te identifiques, eh, no importa <coughs> cómo hayas llegado acá, no importa. Eh, lo que sí quiero que pienses y You're sepas, estás acá. Y no importa dónde estés, dónde te encuentres, aquí siempre estás en familia. <risa> no olviden. There any survivors? <risa> no olviden de eh, buscarnos en Facebook. En Instagram como Estás en Familia. Acuérdate de compartir nuestro, um, nuestro broadcast, nuestros videos. Eh, mándale eh, el link a otras personas y diles, oye, ¿eres tú un one o un 1.5? Estás en familia en Instagram, estás en familia en Facebook y estás en familia aquí con nosotros. Chao, chao. <música>